She walked away through a cheap pack of cigarettes Hard liquor mixed with a bit of intellect And all the boys, they were saying they were into it Such a pretty face on a pretty neck She's driving me crazy But I'm into it, but I'm into it I'm kinda into it It's getting lazy I think I'm losing it, I think I'm losing it Yo, what's up? What's up? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you, know, ahead, you know, Griddle Gang, it's been 19 episodes. <laughs> Sam and I, just before we clicked record, <laughs> talked about what was going to happen, how we're going to start the show off. But, you know, per usual, we fucked it up. <laughs> but we're glad to fucking be back. <sighs> uh, it's been definitely a crazy week in the world, you know, with what's going on. And even for myself, Sam, how, was, how have you been, brother? I've been good, man. Just, uh, you know, get, we got Halloween behind us. It feels like the holidays are, like, sweeping by us quickly. So I'm getting a little, like, post-holiday anxiety early. But, right. you know, good. I can't complain. Um, you know, just uh, excited to get to number 20. Yeah, we're, we're, we're almost there. We're almost there. I think for the 20th episode, we're going to get the intro in real clean, real smooth. Probably not. <laughs> no snafus. Uh, but let's get it going. Um, first, we want to start off with obviously, um, you know, sad news in the world with uh, Alex Trebek obviously passing um, this past weekend. Um, you know, growing up for me, I don't know about you, Sam, we would usually eat dinner around 6.30 ish. You know, I'd set the table, parents would make the food, I had everything ready. We'd watch whatever news is on on ABC at 6.30, 7. Seven o'clock, Jeopardy was on. Whole families around. We we're watching it. Wheel of Fortune. It's kind of, you know, obviously very sad. Oh, absolutely. It's. I have very fond memories of being sick. You know, home from school, nothing really on the television except all Alex Trebek, um, or you know, uh, you know, being at my grandmother's house watching it over there. She was obsessed with that shit. So you know, it's sad to see all Alex Trebek go. You know, his his uh, smug replies as he would dominate people on the. Uh, you know, throughout the Jeopardy uh, uh, tenure, his Jeopardy tenure. But, uh, yeah, man, sad to see him go. Surprising, too. I knew he had cancer, and it was, like, not good. But, like, it seemed like he was doing all right. Like, he looked okay and stuff. I know they, like, film in advance and all that shit. But I could, it seemed, like, sudden to me. I don't know. I was kind yeah. of, it caught me by surprise. I agree, too. I, I knew that, obviously, he had cancer. Um I thought he was in remission or it kind of passed, you know, and he was kind of maybe uh, on a better path, but, you know, obviously very sad. Also, too, want to mention, um, you know, because I've been watching a lot of James Bond movies, Sean Connery passed, too. Uh, oh, yeah. So, you know, very sad, very sad. Yeah, two big uh, celebrity losses. I guess, you know, I guess they're older, so it could have happened any time now. But, you know, yeah, definitely sad to see those two go. I will say, whenever a celebrity dies, you see the worst people on Twitter. Like, the people who are like, 
uh, what do they say? Like, man, really puts things into perspective. I'm like, you really have never thought about death until fucking Sean Connery died? <laughs> this is what made you thought about life and think about life and death? Shut, shut the fuck <laughs> up. It drives me nuts. I'm like, man, really, you know, life is fast or something, you know, some stupid, like only got a hundred years, man. I never thought about it that way. I'm like, you're a fucking moron, you mouth breather. It's amazing. You made it this far. So, you know, it's very sad to see those two go, but you know, the morons on Twitter are driving me crazy. I gotta, I gotta unplug. I can't follow these guys. They're such unplugged morons. fun, unplugged fun, brother. Yeah. Hang up and hang out. You know what I mean? You know, and going off that, we, we obviously want to say, you know, Enjoy life, you know, with what's going on, especially this year. Um, just take a step back. Um, enjoy it. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. not, 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 to be, not to be playing off Sam's rant right oh, there. this but guy. Here he is. Really, really makes you, know, you think, man. <laughs> really makes you think about how great life is. <laughs> so I want all our fans to do that. Think about how great life is. Be thankful for what you have. Thanksgiving's coming, brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. It's going to be right around the corner. It is. Uh, so, you know, on to more cool, funny news, actually. I know this happened a couple of weeks ago, but Sam and I wanted to touch base on it was, um, Harry Styles, um, I think two weeks ago, his car broke down somewhere in London and knocked on a random person's door until I guess a car could be, um, brought to him or someone could pick him up a friend or I don't know who an assistant, but he was just chilling at this random person's house for an hour or two, kind of just t- chilling, taking pictures. Um, he, the, uh, the person that he uh, knocked on the door, their daughter was a big fan, but she wasn't there. So he, he left her a nice note. Like, she fed her fish, took a selfie. Just very cool, I think. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Sean Connery, like, this guy is the modern-day Sean Connery. He's the, the 21st century man. He's just as cool as they come. I love Harry Styles, just banger after banger. You know, I love all of his music. It's fantastic. He's yeah. got a great look to him, too. Sharp-looking guy. is always put together. And also has, like, the unmade bed look really well done. You yeah, know, he does, you've he ever seen that, him disheveled. Yeah. yeah, like, he does a good job of that, too. But this is, uh, you know, this is, like, common man stuff you like to see off a celebrity. I feel like, you know, you, you, you really only hear the stories about celebrities being assholes unless it's, like, right. Bill Murray or something. People, you know, they're like, oh, he's quirky. Look. But, uh. You know, it's good to see that he's, like, just a common guy. Breaks down the side of the road. One of those, you know, just like one of us kind of moments. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's good to see that he was able to, like, be playful. And even when, like, his car was all <laughs> fucked up and stuff, he was still able to be cool and have fun with it. You know what I mean? And not kind of be a dick to the people who were uh, helping him out. So, shout out to Harry Styles. I'm a big fan. You know, you know maybe we'll put him sugar. in the intro or the outro. I, yeah. you know, I got to say, I fucking hate that song. But wow. everything else what I song you thinking? But wow. That's I like – uh, um oh my god what's uh it's a te- what's it it's a look of the times or something like that i don't know uh sign don't of the stop times stop your crying yeah that one i don't know it's that one sign of the times. i like adore you that's a good one. Oh, another good one yep. yeah yeah man wow maybe, maybe we we'll need put a adore you a little one direction comeback actually you know what i mean oh what's that one perfect what a banger of a <laughs> yeah, song. Song is tough. wow tough. let me ask you some real curveball yeah. okay say- if there was one celebrity that you like that their car got stuck and they knocked on your door and you got to hang out with them for an hour, who would you pick? Oh, wow. That's a tough one. I think yeah, this is unscripted. We didn't even talk about this in the rehearsal this, fans. This is unscripted. I think if it were to be any celebrity alive or dead or just what we got now alive, I think I'm going to go post Malone. I feel post, like that guy's damn, really good. Yeah, I think he's just probably a really good hang. You know what I mean? Like, just a fun guy to hang out with. Um, and I, and the, plus, he's a big Crocs guy like me. <laughs> so, I feel like we could bond over that. I also enjoy Bud Light. I know he's a big Bud Light guy. There's just And when I'm drunk, I'll also smoke a few cigarettes. I've seen him smoke some. So, I, you know, I think there's a lot. That's of not a bad choice. That's not a bad choice at all. Yeah, fun guy. What about you? Who are you going with? Ah, this is a tough one. I've got a couple it in is. mind. Um, I'm going to say who I was thinking about, but I think I have an answer. I was going to say Dave Chappelle was up there for me. That would be uh, a good one. Just some legendary stories, I feel like. You know what I mean? He, he just likes to kick it. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just nonchalant. You know, yep. maybe, I don't know how you feel about this, but obviously your GF would be a big fan. LeBron James. 
I think. Would oh be, wow! Sheesh! Would, would, would be, be getting a, into the vino. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah see, that's not a bad thing though. You know what I mean? Vino with it's not LeBron. Bad. That's not no, bad. Not bad. I hate that pick though. I can't stay on LeBron. That would just drive me fucking nuts. But I'm gonna go with. Michael B. Jordan as my choice. Okay, I like that. Uh, Michael B. Jordan's a very handsome fella. You know what I mean? Just very sharp. Like, yeah, he is a good-looking guy. Well put together. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's just he's got it. It's all it's clicking on all cylinders for him. So you know, I kind of just would like to to kick it with him and kind of pick his brain a little bit. You know, a little bit of this. See if he could pass down the knowledge, things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, he's been in a lot of band, like hit movies. He's, yeah, he's and he's like on he's the way up. Underrated. Yeah, like you know, like he. He's on his way up, I think. You know, I think yeah. he could do a lot bigger movies too. So, you know, that's yeah, I agree. Good pick. I like that. Yeah, I don't hate know. that pick. Um, so let's let's keep it moving. We're gonna talk about another thing that was a couple weeks past, but still pretty funny, um, and interesting at the same time. But we're talking about uh, the Kim Kardashian hologram that Kanye set up for her birthday. Sam, tell me, tell the fans what you're thinking about that. This was absolutely like banana land. I mean, this is just more more proof of how like removed from the real world the Kardashians are. I couldn't imagine a scenario where I would want someone to give me a, a hologram of my dead relative. I, that is just banana land. What a banana land gift to give somebody. Uh, I just, I couldn't, I just can't fathom like how did he even string it together and decide what the dude should say? It just, there's a lot of sensitive red tape you got to go through i feel like to get this this gift pulled off uh, you know she's a kardashian she's gonna say it's great and blah 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 these great things but in all reality that's a psychopath gift if anyone ever gave that to me i would tell them to their face to get that the fuck out yeah I, it's hey it's, look sam here's grandma i'm like get this out of here i don't want any part of this uh is that ironically it was kanye's idea you know, Man, he's we're, a whack job. He is a whack job. We're we're rooting for him, though. You know what I mean? We're we're really yeah. rooting for him, but we're not surprised. I think it's also funny that he was like, "You married a great man," like you know what I mean? He was just it yeah. was kind of like half sincere, half not. As soon as he like mentioned himself in the hologram, I was like, "Okay, this loses kind of like authenticity." Kind of. Um, what are your thoughts on everyone who's giving them shit about? them getting their own island and having a birthday party. Are you mad at that or is it unbo- does it bother you? No, I mean it's not really cuz I think the people who are mad I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah, listen, these people have no they're not in touch with reality in the slightest. Like I just said, like they they just got a hologram of the dead dad for their birthday. So I'm like, why are we surprised that these people are like, oh man, nice to feel normal again on this island with all my family and friends. Like that's just a banana land statement to be making and putting out there in the public. You got a lot of money. You're a celebrity. You shouldn't be shy about spending it. Go crazy and go do the island, the hologram, and all that shit. Yeah. But maybe just don't announce it. You know what I mean? Because then you just come off like an asshole. Uh, did they announce it, or was it just because paparazzi? Yeah, Kim, Kim put out this thing. I, uh, she, I don't know if it was on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, but she was like, man, so nice to get like feel like things are back to normal a little bit. You know, I'm going on this private island with my crew. And everyone was like, are you out of your goddamn mind? You know, like you got people here like who are jobless who are this who are that who are sick with covid and this girl is out here like damn check out my island nice to be back to normal bitches like it's the biggest middle finger to you know the common joe walking down the street see i didn't know that i can now i know why people are mad i get it but to me if you didn't do it like that that's fine because like i think all of us want that right now you know what i mean and if you have the means to do it and you're okay with you know traveling and, and doing that risk per se then you know that's fine it's obviously your choice but i wouldn't make this whole big thing like fuck you guys i got money i can have my own island i'm not with that um no brother if hot takes hot cakes had the joe rogan spotify deal we would be taping live from the bahamas every week so you know but i wouldn't be flaunted yeah i just that's what we're doing you know whatever it is what it is but the fact that they're just blowing it up in everyone's face is unbelievable i you know pipe down shut up enjoy your money and leave all of us common yeah. folk alone i do want to mention you know since we sam and i are, are big gossip people you know we're really in touch um really so- socially aware of you know the drama per se is that devin booker was on that trip with kendall jenner you know so really yeah D-Book, wow yeah he's, he's making moves i guess good for him sliding yeah. in there yeah you know family but you time. say hey. he's just a friend 
family time's undefeated, you know? <laughs> it <laughs> really to, is. Getting, to, getting with the, close with the Kardashians. Yeah. Uh, That's a dangerous game. Doesn't end well very, for the fellas. Yeah, no, it does not. I think they have a pretty bad track record. I think they're defeated. Yeah. Shout out to Lamar Odom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to hot takes. You know, we got, we got only two today, but they're still pretty hot. Kind of what you would expect, but I'm still pretty excited. First oh, one, yeah. first one we're going to talk about, something Sam texted me. I think it was like, a, it was like 8, 8, 8 p.m. on a Friday night, and he goes, so he tells me this take. And I was like, why are you telling me this? It's 8 p.m. on a Friday. I'm binge watching James Bond movies eating gummy bears. <laughs> But he says that Cologne is overrated. Yeah, listen here. So I got Cologne for Christmas last year. Shout out to my and my sis. They're, you know, they're yeah. trying to take care of me, and I don't mean to drag their gift through the mud. But, you know, I put, I put it on every now and then. You know, wait, what right when you put it on? Are you, are, you, are you willing to it was, uh, it was Salvage. The, wow. uh, the, what's that guy's name? Who, who's got the drinking problem? The actor, Crimes of Grindelwald, uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. What's that guy's name? Jack Black? Uh, no, not that far. <laughs> what the fuck? No, huh? what's that guy's name? He's got the drinking problem. I think he's got like an expensive art collection. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Oh, Johnny Depp. I, didn't I think know. he's the guy. I think he's like the face of it. And I was like, damn, all right, nice. I got like the fancy cologne here. And I put right. it on, you know, when like I, I kind of save it for an occasion when I'm dressed nice. Like I don't wear cologne every day. That's a banana land move. So, right. I, you know. I put it on the first time I got to dress up nice and it smells really nice and you feel good. Yeah. But throughout the day, it starts to get a little stale, like the smell. And I don't like, I'm like this lingering perfume smell is just like knocking my ass out while I'm trying it's, to get along through my it's day. It's strong. Yeah, it is strong. It's like a punch in the mouth. And mm. I use it. I don't use a lot, you know, maybe two sprays, you know, one on the neck, one on the wrist, bada bing, bada boom, let's get moving with the day. But I don't know. I was rocking around. I'm like, this really doesn't add much to what I, my vibe. You know what I mean? Like, I smell right. perfectly fine on my own. I don't know if this cologne's really, like, helping to take, you know, it's not giving me, like, an advantage or anything. Uh, so I'm out on wet cologne, but I'm big in on dry cologne. You ever heard of dry cologne? I feel like I have. I know I haven't used it. You know, tell uh, us a little bit dude, more. Fantastic. So it comes, it's normally, I forget what mine, what brand mine is. It's like F and R. I don't know what that stand for though. So you got to look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. I got, my other sister got that for me as a gift and that is the greatest. It looks like a pomade kind of. It comes in a small, easy to carry container. You can bring it with you if you're rocking a suit or even throw it in your jeans, whatever. Mm -hmm. And you just take a little bit, you know, like a, not even a dime size, rub it in with your fingers, put it on your neck, wherever. And, uh, you know, it doesn't have that lingering smell that, like, bothers me with the wet cologne. Right. And I will say whenever I wear it, uh, you know, if you go to a party or something, you go to give someone a hug, they're like, oh, you smell really nice. You know, it, right. it's like a statement, but it's not overpowering. And people don't know until they're right in there in your business, you know. Right. And uh, is, it, is it like a lotion consistency? Kind or of, yeah. You got to, like, it's, like I said, it's kind of like that pomade, but right. then you got rub it in your fingers, and it does kind of get, like, lotion-y. Uh, it's a little right. bit oily, but it's not bad. Um, but once you warm it up with your fingers, it kind of breaks down a little bit. It's easy to spread on the skin. And it doesn't have that, like, stale, lingering smell. It, like, it stays smelling good throughout the course of an evening or a day, whatever you're doing. It smells good. So I, you know, I'm out on the wet cologne. I'm totally in on the dry cologne. I think it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. You know, I, I – the problem with cologne is I, I like it, but, like, it's so overpriced. You know what I mean? It really is. It's, it's kind of tough to swallow sometimes. And, you know, like, anywhere from, like, 50 to 100 bucks, depending on what you get or if you can find a deal. You know what and I mean? anything below 50 is not worth it. Yeah, you, know? you kind of, you like, you, people are, like, looking at you because your cologne is, like, not good. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. saying it, but you feel inside. You feel guilty. You're like, damn, I'm letting myself down. And you don't want to do that. So you, right. you, you spend the extra money, but like, it, it's like very expensive. I do. I'm looking right now at this dry cologne and I do see a couple, you know, just Google searches, pretty, pretty affordable, a lot better than when wet cologne. And it goes a long way. Cause you really don't need that much. You know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. kind of similar in regard Sometimes to the you wet get cologne, trigger yeah. happy, you know, with yeah, the, you get with a little the... nuts you know, people can smell you before they see you, which you don't want. The nice okay. thing with the dry cologne, it's like until you're, you're having a nice intimate conversation with somebody, it's not overpowering. You know what I mean? It's just, ah, this guy doesn't smell like anything. He's neutral. And then I get in there and you're like, wow. So I don't know. I'm out on the wet cologne. It's way overpriced. And the value add is just not there. I mean, 
if you're really having an issue with stinking, buy some nice body wash, throw on a nice deodorant, and get out of the house. Why are you messing with all this extra shit? Yeah, I, that's fair. You know, I, I'm not going to argue with that. I have no Go problem. take that money and buy a new shirt or a new pair of pants or something or a nice pair of shoes, something like that. I, like, I've got – very similar to you. I've gotten cologne here and there as a gift, and it was kind of like a main gift, and I don't want to be pretentious or pissed, but, like, I kind of was because it's just like, God damn it, this is my main gift. I know this is really expensive, but, like, I'd rather you get me something else than this yeah, fucking right. I just don't care about this. Yeah, you know, it's just kind of like, damn it. You know what I mean? I think part of it, too, is like uh, like you feel, like, classier or, like, bougier. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if a you little put on bit, a yeah. suit and then, like, yeah. hit yourself with the cologne, yeah. I think there's, like, a feel about it. But I, it does – I don't know. It doesn't do it for me. I just – I can't commit. Yeah. Maybe we need a cologne sponsorship. Whoever – if somehow – there's a company that listens to this or gets word around that we're looking for endorsements. We would be happy to take uh, wet cologne. I we can, I, hey, we I'm can open get to changing my mind. <laughs> Anyone who pays me, I will change my mind. We're, we're, I will be a cologne guy big time <laughs> if we're getting paid. Whatever you need. I mean, I will, I will spray myself as much as you want. Brother, I will bathe in cologne. <laughs> uh, so next I take, uh, you know, I'm pretty excited to talk about um, you know, something Sam and I discussed uh, in the rehearsal um, take is that uh, shitty beer is misunderstood. Sam, you want to you want to tell them what we mean by that? Yeah. So uh, I was kind of like bitching, I guess, about just coronavirus and being locked down and shit. And it's just like you want shit to be normal. I know it's like a stale convos conversation, but I was commenting like since you don't really go out as much, like when I go to get beer, I'll get like a four pack or a six pack of something like nice right because i'm not really having people over you know unless it's like in a safe thing and i'm just having like a beer or two at a time whenever like we're getting after it because i'm not like you're not out and about right and uh, i was over at a buddy's house this last weekend and he's a big bush light drinker and uh i was sipping on that and i was like two or three in and i'm like man i miss like shitty beers they're just so clutch you know what i mean like this go down so easy they're so tasty they're not hard on the stomach or anything and, like, it doesn't get you all overfilled or bloated. And I was just like, well, you know, they get, they get a bad rap. You know, I think when people think of, like, shitty light beer, they're like, ah, it's just, like, college kids who are drinking that shit or stuff like that. And I, and I, I kind of want to fight for their reputation. I think it's okay to drink shitty beer, you know, after college into your, uh, into your you know, 20s and 30s. It's an easy, easy drinking and not a bad taste in beverage, you know. But they get a bad rap for some reason. Brother, I, I'm glad you said that because I've been victimized by many, you know, in the past, especially at, at the old job, was people would get mad that I would drink Coors Light. You know what I mean? And it, to me, it's like I'm not drinking. I'm drinking for quantity. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm wow. drinking. This I'm guy's drinking. Hoisting beers. I, I am. I am. If you know, if I'm gonna have a lot of beers, you know, I'm, we're gonna have a good time. I'm gonna put a couple back. Let me yeah. tell you, I'm not gonna put back like a a fucking like $8, like an eight to $12 beer. That's like 8%, you know, uh, eight, uh, 8% alcohol percentage. Like I'm just going to be dead. You know what I mean? Right. And, and it's you kind of get full. Yeah. You, know? you do get very full. You get very bloated and you know, you want something light. And that's just like, sometimes that, that taste of a, a, a better beer just stays in your mouth. And after a couple, you're just like, I can't do this anymore. You kind of just lose your appetite to drink. You know, no, yeah, don't get like me wrong. Like, there's a time and a place for nice beers. I enjoy good beers, you know what I mean? Like, and the not even fancy stuff. I like IPAs and Ambers and this, that, and oh, the other wow. thing. IPA guy. Oh, yeah, big wow. EPA guy. Well, wow. you know, there, there's there, I like them. There's a time and a place. Drinking that in your Patagonia, probably. Yeah, br brother, I don't, don't even, <laughs> you don't even want to get into it. Me crushing some, some double EPAs with the crew in the Patagonia vest. <laughs> But uh, there's a time and a place. I just, you know, I, I think the light beer gets a bad rap. They're just so easy to drink and they're tasty. You know what I mean? Yeah, I also, yeah, I just don't really get it because it's just like sometimes I feel like people people really judge you. You go over and, you know, like dep depending if you know how well you know the person, right? But, like, if you're drinking for a long time, don't ever fucking come to my place with some fucking banana land six pack. That is just, there's just no point to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. We're doing a little bit more formal, maybe a bottle of wine or a nicer 
selection. But like for the most part, I won't ever judge with whatever you bring, you know, when it comes to beer. Cause it's yeah. just like, I'm, we're, let's have a good time. Yeah, it's like uh, it goes back to like our uh, whatever episode it was, cocktail shaming. You know, like don't beer shame. If the guy likes a light beer, he likes a light beer. It is what it is. Yeah, but yeah, I get it. You got to make like the joke. If a guy walks out with a Miller Lite, it's like, oh, you want a water instead? You know, like it, there's a lot of double. Hey, go fuck chirps. yourself, buddy. That's what I got to yeah. fucking say. <laughs> there's a lot of nice little <laughs> chirps you can slide in there if you're trying to bust some chops with the fellas. I get it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. They're easy drinking beers. I'm not here to judge. Yeah, it just really logically doesn't make sense. Like, I don't know no. when we'd ever go to the bar, but, like, why the fuck would Joey Bag of Donuts pay $9 or $12 for a fucking fancy beer when I can get fucking two for the price of that one beer? You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Just, oh, just, and if you're at a shitty bar, just don't order a nice beer in general. That makes – you're the asshole in that scenario, just to be clear. You know, my pops – he he's, he just drinks Budweiser. You know the the there you the, go. The furthest that he'll go into splurging into himself, he won't drink anything canned though. Um, but is maybe like a Heineken or Corona. You know, if he's feeling like he wants to treat himself. But you don't. You it's whatever you want to like. Um, I like that move. I'm not a big can guy either. I'll drink them obviously, but bottle I think hits different. You know, I kind of I I thought so, and then recently I've kind of wanted to get back into bottles. I. Uh, I just recently, from a friend, a great friend of the show, Chi. Shout uh, out to Chi, baby. He's put me on, I, I hate to say it, you know, and I, I'm going to get shamed for it, I know, uh -oh. is Michelob Ultra. Oh, you know? God. That's and, the one beer you're allowed to judge. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I was kind of surprised because he's always been a very fit guy. He doesn't need to lose any weight. I was like, why are you drinking this? Are you on a diet? Like, you know what I mean? And I, I, Lance Armstrong? You know, I judged him. And then I had one, and I was like, I kind of get it. You know what I mean? I kind of get why. It's fine. It's a light beer. And, hey, it, if you're going to drink something and it's actually a little bit better for you, you know, so be it. That's fine. I get it. So I can't get behind it. I think this is a thing that starts happening. You come over to my house right now. We do a little Friendsgiving. You know, I got a, whole, I got a 24 rack it's for myself, essentially. <laughs> ready to roll oh yeah you know just in case i'm a little thirsty and i want to pop one of these just one of, water yeah i want to hydrate pop you know <laughs> it's, it's ready to go it's maybe one i want to go slim. for a jog after my beer <laughs> that i can have my michelob it's a nice slim can too you know what i mean <laughs> i cannot get behind the michelobes you know and i think it's a trend for guys and they're like mid to late 20s because i've noticed people like you know, my friends around here start drinking them and I, I, re, I see them drinking it, and I say, that guy's given up. He's quit. This guy's called it in. He's given up on his 20s. I, you, I hate to hear that. Thirties. I hate to hear that because it's just like there is a stereotype, and I think it makes me look even <laughs> shittier because, unfortunately – Yeah, brother, the, dust off your Patagonia vest. <laughs> during this time, I've lost, I've lost a good amount of weight. So now I look like one of those pretentious pricks, but like, it's just like <laughs> yeah, I don't you're, the, like that. you're that guy. You're yeah, the douchebag. Oh, hey, but, okay. Me. But I got to get you like an Ed Hardy pair of jeans or something. You know what I mean? To really rock with the lobe, <laughs> complete the look. Oh man. Maybe a little vineyard vines, a little long, yeah. <laughs> long sleeve with a pastel shorts and some Sperry's. Maybe gel up your hair, get it nice and spiky or something. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like those are the guys shot. sucking down some lobes. <laughs> I mean, loves are tough. I'm not going to lie. What's your favorite shitty beer? If you had to give me, like, two, you know, something that you uh, – The first one – the first one I'm going to go – and maybe it's not qualified. I think it does. Uh, just uh, Coors Banquet, like a classic Coors Banquet. Yeah, I, I would say that's probably on, like, the the lower side. I think it's just probably cooler because the, the, it's bottles. You know yeah, I, mean? I like the little – bottles that come in uh and you know it's like a little it's a little beefier uh Coors Light which I also enjoy and then my other option I would go with if I pick up all the time are uh, the champagne of beers Miller Highlight that's a great choice that's a great choice I like the bottle the beer is tasty you know what I mean it's just all it all works it's refreshing together. you know what I mean yeah it really is and but I like when you can get like the massive bumper of uh of Miller Highlight that's always nice bring that over to a buddy's house like come on we're gonna split the Highlight yeah, that's that's nice. I, what do you have on? What do you have? So you have that. What do you have right now in the fridge? Right now in the fridge, I'm I'm 
the I'm a pretentious prick right now in my fridge. I got a nutty brown ale. <laughs> and I got a nice delirium tremen Belgian uh Belgian beer. So I'm a total douchebag when you look at my fridge right now. I also another thing I got from a brewery around here. Orange creamsicle, spiked wow. seltzer. That sounds uh, that sounds either really good or like I'm about to drive up to your place. <laughs> Brother, I haven't. Me and my boy got them, and I haven't got anyone else to agree that they are good ever since. Can so, I, so it's only they only make it at the brewery, or can I buy this, John? They only make it at the brewery. It's a small setup. It's a small John around here. But it, let me tell you, they are delicious. If you're like having a big beer drinking day, and you're like, I need a break. You pop yeah. one of these suckers open, you're like, wow, man, this is delicious. Yeah, okay. You, what, do you have any wine or any liquor, anything? Oh, yeah, we got – oh, I got a few things. I'm actually strapped right now. I loaded up this weekend. And Did you? I, I haven't done a lot of drinking, but I got a, a nice bottle of Prosecco, a little LaMarca, you know, for just anyone want to be that's, sipping on. That's, that's, that's a good staple. Yeah, oh, yeah. And then I got a Chardonnay that's already open halfway through. And then I got a, a red just sitting in the shelf, kind of collecting dust for whenever we're in the mood, you know? You have a specific uh, blend of red that you, you get usually? Ooh. If I'm getting a red wine, I'm trying to think of what, I would, what my go-to would be. See, it's tough because I'm kind of a – I'm like a wine journeyman. You know, I mean, I like walking in and saying, like, you know, what do you got? Throw something yeah, right, at me. Yeah, right, yeah, talk to me. Of. Talk to me. So you put I the really, hand over the guy, you put your arm around him, like, buddy, let's yeah, talk. Yeah, exactly. There, there is one I recommend that's probably one of my favorite wines ever, but it's a little pricey. I think it's like 60 bucks, 70 bucks, but it's called Papillon, and it's made by Orrin Swift, and it's, it's really fucking good. The label's got uh, this guy's knuckles, and, the, and his knuckles of, are tattooed. What kind is Papillon. it? It is – Mm, I don't know off the top of my head, to be honest. It's I okay. should know that. But it's really tasty. Would recommend to the fans. If you want to splurge and, you know, act like you know something about wine, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, for myself, I've been, I want, I've been kind of taking a backseat from drinking, you know, kind of being low-key. But I, I don't know why I had to fill up my propane tank for the grill because it's been gorgeous out recently. Beautiful. Kind of want, want to maximize all the grilling that I can. Um, and it the closest place to get a propane tank was at the, the beer distributor. Oh, that's convenient. So I was, you know, I was already here, so I said, I'm going to pick up some lobes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let me grab a couple of lobes. <laughs> I got a 24 – yeah, nice slim cans. You know what I mean? Very easy to hold in the hand, very versatile. Um, and then yeah. I think I have uh, – I don't have any wine right now. I need to pick some up. I do have some Jack Daniels honey. Ooh. Uh, and then I also have uh, some Basil Hayden's. Okay, I like Basil Hayden's. It's yeah, pretty Basil tasty. Hayden. Yeah, it's a good one. You know, it's kind of it's kind of up there, but somewhat still yeah. affordable. You know what I mean? It's a good like a good treat for yourself. You pull it out, people would be like, Okay, they'd be happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had that just in case. But other than You know that, what else I have that I think is like slept uh, slept on, nice to have though? Mezcal. I got a get the fuck out of here. I got a nice mezcal, and it's it's tasty. Mezcal's not for everybody, though. No, it's not. It's kind of. I go through waves. I go through waves. Yeah, but if you put it on a put it on uh put it on rocks or drink it neat, but just have little sips. You know, don't shoot it and try to enjoy it. I'm telling you, it's not that bad. Yeah, a little sip around. And you can use it to cook. I found it in a lot of recipes. So yeah, it's got a multi-use. That's why I've also I've wanted to pick up some wine. Is just because with pasta, you know what I mean, or so anything, nice to cook with. Anything, really. Any type of shellfish with a, a nice white wine. Oh, man. Oh, my really. God. Some Dude, butter, disgusting. some onions. Yeah. You know, like, Shallots. oh, God. Come Shallots. on, brother. Yeah. yeah, stop it. And it just makes you feel a little fancier when you're cooking with wine, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, so on to that, you know, we're, we're going to get down to something that Sam and I just kind of want to talk about. It's coming up. We're going to talk about, I think, a lot of people might do it, maybe not. But Friendsgiving, right? Thanksgiving's yeah. right around the corner. Usually you kind of do it with your friends before the holidays so you guys can catch up. Um, Sam, you know, let's give the fans something that – some tips and some pointers so that they're set up for success. Oh, all right. So I was at a Friendsgiving last weekend, and I, I had me brainstorming an idea. I don't know if we should commit to it, the Griddle Gang as a whole, but I want someone to try it and let me know how it goes. So uh, we went to this place, and I, we brought a couple of trays of food, and obviously the host was making a bunch of good stuff too. And I was when we got Cowboy there, I was like, Stewart, nah. 
Nah, no Cowboys <laughs> through this time, unfortunately. Shout out to Hosway. But, uh, you know, I, we, we showed up, and I was like, damn, like, I wish we could have all cooked together. Because, like, you know, it's a real, like, camaraderie when you're all cooking together in the kitchen. Yeah, you go and, through like, war, you know what I mean? Yeah, That's you really do. Teach. There's highs, there's lows. Oh, my God, I forgot the bread in the oven. You know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of ups and downs when you're cooking. And I was kind of bummed. I was like, damn, I wish we all cooked this together. I didn't think about it until right now. So I, I'm thinking as a tip or a trial tip for the Griddle Gang, if you're doing a Friendsgiving, offer to cook at the host's house if it's okay. Now, I think if you're, like, more grown up, that's probably unacceptable behavior. I think that's just, like, man-childish. But I think where we're at, it's probably fine so long as everyone's got the kitchen space. You know, make an event. Hey, I'm going to come over. Let's get all the groceries. We're all going to cook together. You know, make it a, a teamwork effort, you know? Yeah, I, I really like that. I think, like you said, um, it really is dependent on if someone has the space in the kitchen to do it because I feel like a lot of times, like, if you come into the kitchen and you're not ready for war and I can see that, like, if you're just fucking around, take a lap. You know, sit down. Work out. Sit down, open the mini fridge and grab a lobe. Like, just right. run. Suck down a lobe and shut up. <laughs> you're, hurting, you're hurting myself and you're hurting the people around you right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. So you better be ready to go. You're going to uh, ruin the meal. So, like, I, th I think it's very, very um, particular. I think you really got to know your friends group. But I really like the idea because if you can kind of make everything better, you know, maybe you, you open that bottle of uh, Prosecco. You, you make it maybe a little, like, charcuterie board, you know, something to pick yeah. on. You have like, Everyone's doing a little bit of this. And then you have a bunch of people, too, be like, hey, what do you think? Take, take a taste of this. You know what I mean? So you right. can – you, you have a little bit more of help there, too. Yeah, there's a lot of, like, give and takes. You know, there's right. feedback. You got, like, the whole team to lean on. I could see that being a fun event, and I was bummed that I thought about it after the fact. I, I was, like, I was kicking myself. But, uh, yeah, I would say that's, like, a, that's, that's one tip I would say to give a try this year if you're doing a Friendsgiving. And, of course, do it safely in groups of uh, whatever, 10 or 20 or whoever. Right, whatever you're comfortable big. with and if everyone is safe, obviously. Uh, exactly. Get tested, all the good shit. You know what I'm um, saying. And so you got any good tips for Friendsgivings or yeah, just anything takes? Anything yeah, like you know, that? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a little curveball. Um, you know, my friends and I were kind of just talking about doing a Friendsgiving. And I think we said it. I think, friend, I think Thanksgiving is a little bit overrated. You know what I mean? Sure. So what I, what I su su suggested – is that we do an international Friendsgiving where maybe like you assign someone who's coming a certain country and they have to make maybe a, a dish or maybe like a cocktail from that country. So at least like it doesn't really like interfere with your regular Thanksgiving because if you have a, th a Friendsgiving and then go to your family, you're essentially eating the same fucking food twice and also, you, you already eat that food regularly. Like, if you, you're for a normal human being, you eat kind of this food regularly. You know what I mean? Right. So it and it puts you in a position where you have to compare. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not fair to your friends or your family. So, you know, I think it's a cool, cool way to kind of get everybody thinking a little bit outside the box. Um, it's something different. So, uh, hopefully, my friends are, would say yes to this. Um, but I, I think that's something that I, I would be definitely excited to try with anyone. I like this idea a lot. Like you said, you're going to be eating that meal in the next week or two whenever you do your friend. Your and there's always fucking leftovers, so you got to eat that shit for the next two weeks because, you know, mom's going to make you take some home. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, I, I, love, I love this idea just because it's such a curveball from what you would traditionally do. Um, my one argument would be, like, I'll use the Friendsgiving as a trial run for anything right. I'm bringing to Thanksgiving. Okay, that's but, fair. Know, you could always do that for anything else. Bring it, you know, make some and bring it into work or whatever, right. you know, figure right. out a different solution. But I like this idea because one, it gives you a, a little creative, you know, you can use your creative muscles in your head and you know, what, what would be a cool country? What would be a cool food to bring? Like what yeah. can I do to wow people? And I also feel like it gives some flexibility. Like, ah, I'm not the best cook. You know what? I'm going to make a cocktail from this area. You know what I mean? Right. Or yeah. I'm going to do something more simple. You know what I mean? So that way you're not you so locked it up. in. It's going to be like, oh, you never made this before. You know what I mean? It's like something that you're not familiar with. So you give yourself that margin of, of error, essentially. Yeah. And then hopefully, you know, you're expanding the whole cruise palette. Oh, I didn't know this country had this food. You know what I mean? You're yeah. Like, I'm going to look into that. Or like, I'm going to find a restaurant from that country in the area and go check that out. You know, now you're helping local business. Man, I'm getting fucking excited thinking about this. I might have oh, to do man. I might That's have a, a great idea. Might do this by myself tonight.
Incredible. Yes, with a couple of lobes <laughs> and around the world with NC. Yeah. Uh, Check it out on the live stream. <laughs> That'd be pretty too. I think we should do it. I'm in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that's my, that's where I'm going hopefully to do this year for Friendsgiving. You have anything uh, else? Uh, yeah. And the last thing, and this is something we've touched on before when it comes to entertaining or going over to a party or things like that, just make sure you're, you're contributing. You know what I mean? Always have something to bring to the table. Um, and me and NC were talking about like different Friendsgivings we've done and things like that. Um, and, you know, it could go one of two ways. If, you know, if, if all the jobs are getting kind of uh, – they're getting dished out to the people coming, make sure you're bringing something, whether it be a cocktail or an appetizer or a main dish. You know, make sure you're, you're in contact with the host trying to figure out, like, hey, what do you need? What can I make? What can I bring? Um, and maybe if you're not bringing the heat, you're not, you don't feel like you're carrying your weight, help out with the cleanup a little bit. You know what I mean? It doesn't always need to be uh, food or drinks that you're bringing, but you could just be like a key player. You're bouncing around, you're cleaning up, you're helping the host, you know, it's not so messy when you leave. A little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of be helpful. You know what I mean? Um, And then I was talking to my sister on Sunday and she did a big Friendsgiving. Shout Uh, out to this, this AG legend. Shout out to AG. We might try to get her on the show sometime. It'd be good. I don't know if she's ready. I don't know if she's ready. Yeah, She can't handle the heat. It's (laughs) it's, it's a lot on here. But, uh, the, she went to a Friendsgiving, and the host is a big cook, so she insisted on doing the bulk of the cooking. Right. You know what I mean? Which is okay, too, but you just got to make sure you kick in, whether it be financially or, like I said, bring a bottle of wine or something or some charcuterie, something to, to offset all the work that the host will be doing. You know what I mean? So there's different ways that each party goes about it. Just make sure you're being a responsible guest and, uh, you know, making sure you're contributing, not being dead weight. You know, I – Going off that, I, I love what you said. We talk about that, you know, many of times, making sure that you're on the same page with everyone and you do the right thing and you're, you're pulling your weight. Something that I, I do want to mention that I found out, unfortunately, the hard way is, um, you know, from Halloween is make sure that if you are make like do go above and beyond. It's okay. You didn't mean like if you're going to yeah. pick something or make something like make sure you're you're giving it your all. You know what I mean? Don't, don't come with some half-ass effort or some half-ass dish or something. You know what I mean? Like, right. make sure it's thoughtful and, and, it, and it fits, you know? Yeah, go all out. Don't be afraid. And I would even snowball off of that and see. I would say if you're the host, don't even be ashamed to decorate a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, get, get everyone in the mood for the holidays, whatever it is you're celebrating, whether it be Halloween, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, I don't, whatever you do. Uh, you know, jazz it up a little bit. Make the home feel cozy. You know what I mean? Go to the party yeah. store. Drop 20 bucks. You get plenty of stuff. I love that because I was just actually talking to my roommate, uh, Timmy, you know, another legend of the game. Oh, absolutely. What an electric personality. <laughs> uh, he, he's a, he, he, that's someone you need on your crew right there. Just always brings the energy, Timmy. Hundo P. But, is you know, we talk about Christmas, and we said we should get a tree because I think and, and really decorate the place, our apartment or our house and make it, you know, feel like a real home. Because I think a lot of times what happens for, you know, a lot of people is when you're renting or you're at that kind of in-between age where it's like, it's, it's actually cool to make the place look nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like invest in, invest in doing that. So that's something that I'm starting to get there, you know, specifically around the house. My room is definitely decorated. But around the house, I think, you know, like you said, whether it's getting some nice fall dark you know those fall autumn colors you know whether table sheets or some flowers pumpkins gourds whatever it may be you know i think it's definitely you know great investment very well said and even you know it's a weird year if you're strapped for cash or something there's plenty of do-it-yourself ideas and also lean on your friends and family hey i'm putting on a party could i borrow this table runner you know i mean could i get can i get this from you you know no, don't be ashamed. You're trying to make your place look nice and be a good guest. You know, people understand. Yeah, definitely. So that kind of concludes our kind of Friendsgivings um, tips to, for ways to be set up for success. Um, so we want to close out uh, this, this week's episode with, you know, a little, a little game. You know, Sam and I, we, we like to do these things, but we're going our top five favorite, like, takeout or drive through meals under $20. You know what I mean? Sometimes you're feeling lazy. You had a long day at work. You don't want to go to the kitchen, have to cook something, and then clean the dishes, 
and then no. be super tired. You just kind of want to get home, pop open the fridge, get a Michelob Ultra, and eat the food that you got. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I feel uh, you, brother. So, Sam, do you have anything off the top of your head that's, like, always something that you get? Uh, I do. My first is, like, a classic go-to, and it's kind of just, uh, you know, a lot of times it's if I'm hungover or if, I, you know, maybe I'm, I've been sick and I just haven't been – I had the time. I'm like, you know what, I'm going to eat something kind of shitty, but I want to treat myself. Right. And it's any, like, Chinese food combo plate. plate. For sure. You know what I, I mean? Yeah. Like a fried rice, General Tizzo's chicken, and maybe, like, an egg roll. Grab that, and, man, that's, a, that's just a comfort meal right there that you can go grab pretty quickly and pretty affordable. Yeah, I, w- I would have to agree with you. Definitely Chinese is definitely very, like, comfort food vibes. I might even go a step further. I definitely would get fried rice. I'm definitely getting beef and broccoli. Um, and I'm probably investing in an order of not wonton soup, but egg drop and wonton soup, a combination of both. Wow. It is fucking banana land. If, you, if your Chinese place has it, definitely recommend because it is out of this world. What a game changer right there. I've never even heard of that mix. What a collab of the year. I'm telling you, it's great. What are your thoughts on hot and sour? I like hot and sour soup. Uh, I had a bad experience with it in college. Someone left oh. it out, and it got, like, gelatinous, and I can't, like, look at it the same way. So, like, it's kind of ruined it for me. Right. Um, so, I think I'm at – you know, I – I'll give it another chance. I haven't had right. it in a long time ever since that because I really kind of threw a loop in you know, the way <laughs> I, thought, I look at hot and sour soup. I thought you were going to say, yeah, you were going to tell me a story about when you got egg foo young. <laughs> no, I do, I do not fuck with egg foo young at all. I hate that dish. And that's a, that's a, uh, that might be a story that we have to tell the fans one day. We might have to. That's a good point. Um, what about you? What do you got for your first pick? Well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Chinese. I'm going to go – I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to go McDonald's. I'm definitely going Big Mac, large fry, either a Diet Coke, depending if they have the tropical Sprite mix. You know, some McDonald's don't have it. And a 10-piece nugget. And if you're asking me if I can finish that, the answer is absolutely fucking yes. Oh, a hundo P. That's going down easy. I, could, I might even get 20. I don't know. Yeah, and you got to get the Big Mac too. Like, you got to have it. So that that would be my second choice. What are you going with? I love that pick. That's an all timer, and I, you know, it's a, you you know you're feeling shameless when you get that because that's just a savage order to get on your own. You know, there's definitely a sense of shame that comes with it, but it's delicious. For my uh, uh, this is my second pick. I'm going a little pollo a la brasa. Okay. Combo plate. Very Those tough. No, it's Peruvian charboiled chicken. Absolutely delicious. You know, you get. Maybe get like a quarter dark, a half dark, whatever you're into. And then the sides at these Peruvian chicken places are just fantastic. You can get the rice and beans. You can get the chaufa. You know, you can get uh, plantains, anything chaufa. you name it. Oh, chaufa is so tough. I always get the chaufa. And then I normally always get a side of beans or something like that. But, oh, it's just the best. Also, they have mac and cheese a lot, which is always normally pretty tough, surprisingly. You wouldn't think so. Wow. I, do they have that at Sardi's? Yeah, they got it at Sardi's. Wow. It's pretty good. Do they? I did not know that. That forever has changed the game. Oh, dude, it's, I'm telling you, it's tasty. But, yeah, that's, that's my uh, number two pick is the Pollo a la Brasa combo plate, and I'm going to go with revolving sides. Whatever you're in the mood for at the moment, you know, th- that's your thing. I'm not going to judge. Uh, I, I like that pick as well. I think we're going to obviously have a lot. For those who don't have um, the luxury of, you know, like a, a Pollo a la Brasa, like a Peruvian place that has that, you know, Go out of your way. A Boston market isn't the same, but it oh, was wow. it will still hit. You know, a nice rotisserie chicken. The mac and cheese is probably one of the toughest in the game. The kern, don't even get me started. Out of this world, cornbread, <laughs> cream spinach, everything you need, you can probably get at Boston Market. Um, wow. So I just I just want to let the fans know. Also, I do. I think we talked about this before. I don't remember if you said it in the in a, a prior episode, but when you do get that McDonald's order, get that also with a small order of fries so you can eat the fries as you're driving. I think, Oh, you wow. I love the road fries. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you go home and you eat the fries while you're driving and you're like, fuck, you know, the, the burger to fry ratio isn't equal. Horrific. You know, it's horrendous. 
So get the small fry for you because you know you can't keep your hands off them. You know what yeah, I mean? They don't count because you're driving home. You know, yeah, it's you like know different. What I mean? It's an appetizer. So, it really is, yeah. So do that. But my next choice is going to be a little bit simpler. I just like a nice Italian sub. It's a oh. like, great like to-go order for me that I, I, like, I can always depend on. You know, whether it's a nice deli you have at home or if it's a Jersey Mike's. You know, I, I think Jersey Mike's is probably one of my favorite places to eat. Wow, what a I, savage. I get it, Mike's wet. You know, don't ever get fucking Subway or talk to me about anything else. Um, Primo's is garbage, so don't, don't waste your time. Primo's is trash. Unless Jersey- they sponsor us. I fucking love Primo's. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I might, I might have to cut a deal. We'll have to <laughs> but just a nice Italian sub just really does justice. I got to agree with you. And that was a huge, huge miss on my part. It didn't even occur to me to think about uh, the deli land. But, I mean, Italian hoagie is just unbeatable. They're, right. they're, it's a top ten sandwich, easy. Yes. For me, uh, my number three pick, I'm going to go – I think I'm going to go with pho. That's and a good you know, one. Yeah, and I think a lot of people think of pho, and they're like, well, that doesn't travel well. And I got to say, I disagree. Uh, pho restaurants have figured out the art of traveling with soup. You know, the dry goods and the wet goods are packaged separately exactly. almost all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you can kind of go to wherever you're eating, and you got to have a bowl, of course. But, you know, it's it's a nice, comforting meal. It's always super affordable. Um, and uh, the, the little Vietnamese uh, spring rolls are one of my favorite, I think. Out of all of, like, the different spring rolls and crunch wraps and all that shit you can get, I love the Vietnamese spring rolls. They're really good. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with pho. It's just so comforting and good. And uh, I'm a big fan, I got to say. Yeah, I, th- I agree with your point definitely in regards to, like, people who say it won't travel well. You're a fucking idiot because, you know, the broth, you know, has been sitting for hours because it just gets better over time. So that's oh, yeah. fine. And then all the dry ingredients, like you said, is packaged differently. You know, it's not in the stuff. So you can build it yourself. So it's still going to be, you know, fresher. You know, maybe right. not as great as in the restaurant. But it's still something that's definitely a great coming home from work. It's cold. It gets dark out now. You know what I mean? Four or five yeah. o'clock. I get a little sad. I might cry a little bit here and there because it's dark. A little bit. You know, what are you going to do? But that fall is definitely going to – it's going to cheer you up. Um, Agreed. Hundo P. Um, I don't know why I'm going to pick this as my fourth pick. Um, but – because I get it sometimes, but not a lot. But sushi, I think it's just a classic to go – um thing to get you know a lot of it times, is i i don't have to get that many crazy rolls i'm definitely fine with california shrimp tempura spicy tuna um spicy salmon and that's good enough for me throw in a little uh um salad with the ginger dressing yeah um, just play the hits i'm i'm happy with that you know you can't re- you can't really go wrong unless you go somewhere bad but for the most part i think every place does a really solid job of you know get making rolls really i agree with you it's a great pick i love sushi i'm a, I'm hooked on the stuff and it is a great little like quick pickup meal um for my last pick this is more of like a i think you got to live in a city to really like relate to this pick i don't right. have them currently where i live but i wish i did um and that's just the you know a nice little hot dog and a lemonade or you know a nice little refreshing drink from a hot dog stand you know if you're maybe Maybe you're on your lunch break at work or, uh, you know, you're on your way home and you don't really want something big, but you don't feel like cooking. Just grab a nice little cart dog and a nice refreshing drink. You know, it's easy to eat on the go. It's uh, I wouldn't say it's light, but it's, you know, it's uh, nostalgic in a way. You know what I mean? It's such a takes you back to a simpler time. Um, kind of banana land a little bit. I love hot dogs, so you can't really go wrong. Um. I respect that. You know what I mean? I, I'm never going to say no to a lemonade and a hot dog. That's what, It's just a classic combo. It's not, you know, it's not the most filling thing in the world, but, you know, it's a nice little, like, oh, I'm not that hungry. I'm just going to house a dog here, have a lemonade. Take me back to a simpler time. Okay. That's fair. I respect that. You know what I mean? Like you said, sometimes you're, you just had a long day, but you know you kind of want to eat, but nothing crazy, not too much, just enough. I right. think that will definitely scratch the surface. Yeah. <laughs> My last pick is kind of banana land in a way. It's not something that I get regularly, but I did get it last Friday night 
or I think Friday night, you know, probably closer to seven, eight o'clock. I went to the gym, you know, probably before that. And I was like, I'm not cooking anything. It's Friday. I'm going to binge watch James Bond movies all night. Um, of course. This is exactly what I did this weekend. Um, for those who don't know. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to go with halal. Oh, okay. I don't hate that pick. It's, it's, it's a great, it's, it's very tasty. I think a lot of people are kind of turned off, maybe just not really accustomed to eat, eating Middle Eastern food, but I think it's, right. um, you know, it's, I do like the rice. It does come with the salad, whether it's a combo platter with lamb and chicken or shawarma, falafel, just that whole like Mediterranean Middle East is, is definitely tasty, but it's something that like be cautious of because if you have too much frequently, you'll be put off for a very long time. Oh, yeah. Hondo P. And it's got that uh, – I like Mediterranean food because it's got that fake aura of healthy, even though yeah, you're but like, it's not. No yeah, it's not at all. But you're like, damn, brother, I am in Mykonos right now yeah. crushing. You know what I mean? But, brother, no, you are not. You're 300 pounds <laughs> on your couch. So be careful with, you know, be careful yeah. when you're getting halal just, food because it can sneak up on you, brother. You're just, you're just roaming the city of uh, Istanbul and Turkey. You know, yeah, right. This, like this, you got a, a nice white halal. linen shirt. <laughs> you know, but in real life, you're 300 pounds. You got the meat sweats, brother. You, and you, uh, you know what does that to you is the sauce. Like I think it's it's oh, not yeah. to get the sauces, the white sauce and the hot sauce. Maybe yeah. ask for it on the side. I think that would do you a little bit justice. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? But I like need you, the sauce. You do need the sauce, and I also like because it's. It's a big bang for your buck. You know what I mean? You find a food truck. It really truck, is. You get that, John, for $6. Every time, they load you the fuck up, too. That plate is overflowed with, with rice and meat and veggies and all kinds of shit. You make two meals out of that. Oh, no question. We're going to have to talk about the meat sweats on one of these episodes because that's a real problem. That's the pandemic before COVID. Yeah, you know, it really, it's a constant issue that I don't think anyone has mastered. And, but it's, it's almost like you do it because you love it. You know what yeah, I mean? No, it's, there is like a you're, nice like, you're kind of like for the running pain. a marathon, you know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. You know, RIP to steakhouses. They're so scary. You're going to get those sweats. <laughs> um, so that wraps up, you know, our, our kind of segment for that. Sam, you have any shout-outs for the week? Do I have any shout-outs for the week? I'm going to go um, – I guess not. I don't really have a shout-out this week. Shout-out to us, you know. Right. 19 episodes eight, coming up on 20. We're going to do a lot of big things for the holidays. You know, I feel like a lot of fun topics this time of year. So that'll yeah, be good. Definitely. And uh, shout out to the Griddle Gang for sticking with us and listening. You know, our, our DMs are open. If you guys have any feedback or want to, you know, want to see something from the show that you're not getting, we'll scratch that itch for you. And, uh, yeah, that's my shout out to the fans and to us. That's a great shout out. You know, I'm Thanks, glad you said sometimes, sometimes you need self-love. You know what I mean? Some compassion right. towards yourself. You know that's something my, my, my trainer has told me recently. Um, fellas supporting fellas. Um, but my shout-out for the week, you know, close to home as well. I want to shout-out to my parents. Oh, shout-out to mom and pops. Yeah, you know, shout-out to all the mom and pops. They only want the best for you. You know, going through some things, they're, they're there for you. You know what I mean? So I appreciate them for all that they've been doing and will do for me uh, and putting up with my bullshit. So shout-out to mom and pops couple of legends of the game right there for sure so that right. wraps up episode 19 <laughs> starting the, finishing the way we started yeah. dog. um so we're, we're glad to be back um you know we're excited for the new content that we're gonna have um going forward it's always been a pleasure like sam said if you need anything any type of moral support if you need us to say hey does this fit look good or hey i'm trying to impress a date can you give me a recipe? What do you recommend? Where should I go to eat this and that? Whatever. If you want to chat, you know where to find us in the DMs. It goes down. We're out. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Tastes like strawberries on a summer evening. And it sounds just like a song. I want more berries and that summer feeling It's so wonderful and warm Breathe me in, breathe me out I don't know 
sugar, sugar, sugar.